Hi there and welcome to Down the Lane With. Wraith Rovers Community Foundation is a local charity which is supported by Wraith Rovers FC and the Scottish Professional Football League Trust. Their aim is to support community development and community learning initiatives to help improve the lives and environment of local people in Central Fife and is a community arm of Wraith Rovers Football Club. Development Manager Paul Gregg and Volunteer Stephen McCrimmon speak today with Marion McPherson about what the organisation provides and what they're hoping to achieve over the Christmas season. Hi guys, thanks for coming along today. Thanks, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks, pleasure to be here. So I'm just going to ask, where did it all start? Yeah, in terms of the Wraith Rovers Community Foundation, it's obviously it stems back to, to 2015 was when the, the foundation was founded. There was a, quite a bit of activity in the first couple of years. We've had a board of, of trustees in that time since 2015. I actually only started back in February 2020, so about three weeks before the, the lovely pandemic came and, came and hit us. So it's um, it's been a whirlwind and a bit of a roller coaster kind of nine months being in post but we're growing from strength to strength as as uh, our programs continue to grow and we provide more and more opportunities for the the community and the, the through the foundation and it's not just about providing opportunities for the young it's providing for the old the young everybody who's in our community effectively and our community isn't just Kirkcaldy and and Starts Park it's it's the surrounding towns and villages as well so we've got a real real diverse community out there that we want to go and cater for as much as possible. And yourself, Stephen, you're a volunteer with the project. That's right. I started off on the uh, Football Fans and Training Programme, which was a foundation-run activity, and that was for over 35s that were perhaps slightly overweight, shall we say, and uh, had under 12-week programme and then got involved with volunteering with the foundation after that. So went on to join the board for about a year and I stepped back for that just early this year as well but still volunteer and help out with the, the foundation and mainly the walking football we focus on the over 50s but our group sessions are kind of open to any age basically and they're on a, a Sunday at Starks Park 7 to 8 every week but, So uh, it's, it's kind of the centre of Kirkcaldy Starks Park are you both local Kirkcaldy people? I stay just in Temple Hall area i have done all my days so uh, i am a kirkcaldy boy yeah i went to went to school in dunearn primary school the former dunearn primary school it's now houses then went to bawiri high school but i actually now reside over in edinburgh but still have family most of my family still stay in kirkcaldy so still got a lot of ties to to the local area obviously work here now as well so yeah grew up just along dunearn drive so near where we are today in terms of Linton Lane Centre. This was a an old haunt of mine growing up as a, a young child, so it's always good to come back to the local community and, and support and see a lot of familiar faces and uh, etc. around. It's nice to hear because so many people say that they used to come to Linton Lane and it's quite a familiar area for them. What about the different projects that are going on, like you've mentioned, the talking walking football, sorry. What about the Mini Rovers? Is that what age group is that? Yeah, so we we have programs basically for for three year olds right the way up to whatever age Steve's walking oldest walking footballer is. But we we try and cater for everybody. So Mini Rovers is three to five year olds. We then go into our skill centre program, which is for six to twelve year olds, and then we go into a just play program, which is for twelve to sixteen year olds. 
Um, so we've got a, a vast array of different projects that we're looking to implement for local school kids and, and young children so that they can stay active and have a, a healthy lifestyle and start to grow those habits. We've obviously got a successful walking football programme that attracts good numbers on a weekly basis. And we've just recently started a, a walk and talk programme as well, which is really starting to take off. And is this mostly for males, this walk and talk no, it's open to everybody. So our group actually just now is probably 50-50 split with males and females. And it's it's basically the walk and talk programs open to anyone aged 35 and over who just wants to go for a walk, engage with a, a like-minded group of people and, and just have a chat. The program's really about sort of looking at social isolation and, and mental health. But again, it's not, we don't want to just put it on just the, the people who feel that they're socially isolated or, or it's the, they feel they've got mental health problems. It's open to absolutely anybody. And I think you can see that from the group of people that we've got in just now in the programme. They're just... It's just... It's... Uh, a granny and granddad from just up the road and then you've got got uh, your next door neighbour and just it's, it really is just a great group of guys and some are Rafe Rovers fans, some are football fans but some openly state that they're not, they just want to engage with a group of people that's like-minded and with Kirkcaldy having so many beautiful walks it's it's a great opportunity and something that we felt straight away we should maximise and, and utilise those, those walks while they're on our doorstep. That's true. I mean, I nip over here to have a wee wander around Ravenscraig and Beveridge Park every so often. Holiday Heroes, is, is this a new project that's going on or is this... Yeah, so it's something that I think the Foundation's done since its inception back in 2015 as kind of kids' holiday camps, but it was an idea that, that I kind of devised in a previous role, which was, was kind of brand and market a certain like theme towards it, so... I grew up with a, a camp that was run by the Scottish FA called Tomorrow's Heroes um, and it was run by the Daily Record and it kind of inspired me as a young kid. It had all the, the local Rafe Rovers players attending and it had it was it was run nationally across the country. But then I'm going, well, actually, let's go back to the, the heroes element and I started calling them, instead of just being a normal, oh, you're doing a holiday camp or you're doing a football camp, let's call it Holiday Heroes. So that's kind of the brand that we've gone for and the identity we've gone for. And it's really grown massively since our first camp was meant to be in Easter. We sold out that camp with 85 kids signed up for it. Since then, obviously, COVID and the pandemic's been in, but we were able to, to run some camps in the summer, the last three weeks of the summer holidays. And we sold out all of those as well. We had... Over 130 kids take part in, in camps across three weeks and the Holiday Heroes brand, everyone now, if you're looking for a camp in the Kirkcaldy area for, for kids, they seem to go, yep, Holiday Heroes is the place to go and, and we'll continue to grow that all the time. It's whether this, it's a one-day school holiday and a teacher's in service or it's a week-long camp, we'll, we'll make sure the kids are have got something to do and Holiday Heroes will be the place to, to hopefully go. And does that take place here or do you go out, out with Kirkcaldy? No, just now it's just at Starts Park. Um, well, we utilise Bowiri High School as well. So our first team training schedule, the being able to utilise Starts Park, it is obviously a community facility, but it's based around the football club, obviously, um, and the, the, the first team at the football club. So we, we have a schedule that works in and around their training schedule. So if we can't get onto the pitch, then the great thing is we've built up a strong rapport with Bowiri High School and the community use department there as well and we're able to utilise that but 
our aim moving forwards, Kirkcaldy's expanding and growing. We want to provide opportunities out in Burnt Island, Kinghorn. We want to provide opportunities in Glenrothes. And even on the outskirts of Kirkcaldy, you obviously see the development with the Kingdom Park is, is finally like going to fruition and starting to develop. So I think the sign says there's going to be 1,200 new homes in around that view forth kind of windmill area. Well, that's another area that we need to try and be supporting the local community and, and providing opportunities. So... We'll open up as, as much as we can. If the demand's there, we'll certainly cater for it as much as we can. And yourself, Stephen, you said you were on the board up until recently. What would that involve normally? Um, we'd usually get together you know, once a month at least anyway, and we would just basically be reviewing the, the different activities that were, um, were run by the foundation and, and basically just look to see how we can push forward. I was very much aware when I first joined the board that there was a lack of awareness that the community foundation existed in, in Kirkcaldy and, and just speaking to people, they didn't know what the foundation was. So I think, you know, there was a, a major focus on trying to get the foundation out there in the community and that linked to the club as well because I think it's important for people to see that as well. So, you know, that would cover things like the football fans and training programmes, the, the walking football, as I've mentioned already as well, but then leading on. And, and I think... At that point, if I'm, fair, if I'm being honest, it was really mostly volunteers at that stage. So I think needed somebody like Paul to come on board. And I think since he's came on board, it's moved on leaps and bounds. It's what I needed. His enthusiasm's infectious. So it keeps me going anyway. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so I hear that you're involved with a hamper delivery project this year as well. That's right, aye. So we've kind of partnered up with the Linton Lane Centre and also the Linktown Association as well. There's a few other partners that I'll be getting involved this year as well, which is including the Scottish Fire Service, Salvation Army, and we've also reached out to Veterans First as well, which is veterans that are actually a group of veterans that are staying in the Fife area. So we've, we've been doing Festive Friends, well I've been involved in the last three Festive Friends, which was normally held at Starks Park, but because of Covid we couldn't host our normal you know, set up at Starks Park and having people coming out for their Christmas dinner and socialising. So we're doing festive friends at home. But it's been great to be able to link with other local organisations. And I think we're up to about 200 hampers. We're looking to deliver on Christmas Eve. So we're just putting an army of volunteers together to get them out there and um, spread some festive joy. I think that's quite an amazing thing. Like, like this year, how community groups have kind of navigated the restrictions and still managed to connect with their community or continue in some way with their projects. So viewing 2021, most of us don't really know what's ahead. What do you guys foresee over the next wee while? I think 2020 has been, been a pretty much a roller coaster. We've got a business plan that, that, that was created for, for when I first came into role and we're we're actually believe it or not ahead of schedule on that. We're probably about three to five months ahead in terms of where we wanted to be, um, even with lockdowns and and COVID. But I think for us, it's the the plan's still there. It won't be to deviate from it too much. We've got aspirations of being one of the leading community clubs in the country. So Wraith Rovers is a a large football club. We've got an active and vibrant community that that wants support and and wants opportunities to engage with the club more so for us it's about 
becoming and creating Starts Park. You, you mentioned it before about being kind of the, the heart of the community. That's kind of what we want Starts Park and Wraith Rovers to be, is the heartbeat of the local community and provide opportunities, not just football, but whether it's health and well-being, education, social engagement, mental health projects, whatever it may be, we want to link with local charities, other local organisations and partners, just so that we become that go-to organisation because they know that there's going to be quality provision and quality opportunities there. And we're we're obviously strongly supported by the, the SBFL Trust and by other organisations in terms of the Scottish FA and the football club itself as a, as a massive backer of what we do. The, the Community Foundation is just the charitable arm of the football club, but even though we're the charitable arm, we still want to like grow and support other local charities as well. So it's really key for us to, as Steve said, just kind of engage with, with the, as, as many different people as we can in the community across a number of different initiatives. I think it's nice that because I had assumed that it was it was just football lovers that would be involved. So it's nice to hear that you don't necessarily have to be a football fan to join in. Um, I think it was that was one of the questions I got asked when we we're talking about the festive friends and Christmas hampers, etc. Was or oh, do they need to be a Rafe Rovers fan? Do they need to be? Do they need to be a football fan? And no. It's like the the festive friends side of things is is just about us going and engaging the local community and and speaking to to local elderly people and or 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 local individuals and just engaging with them and it might be we talk about strictly or we're talking about I'm a celebrity or whatever it is it's it's all that the the foundation really is is we use the power of the brand of the football club because. If you look at the fan base of the football club, we're talking tens of thousands of people will know who Rafe Rovers are and and know that badge and know it as an identity. So it just provides us with an opportunity to go and it kind of knocks down barriers and just kind of allows people to identify who we are straight away. Oh, they're from Rafe Rovers. But it's not just about football, it's about everything in life. Yeah, because it's for the community, in the community, with the community. Yeah. And thanks very much for coming and wish you luck for the coming months and the Christmas appeal. Awesome, thanks very much. Thanks Thanks for having us. Down the Lane With was presented and created by Marion McPherson. It was a Jacket Pocket Media production for the London Lane Centre.